Thanks for tuning in today. I am super excited to um, talk and have and share conversations today with this next guest. You know her as a casting director. She has cast the pilot of Friends, the pilot of Sex in the City, the pilot of Clueless, Drew Carey, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Dawson's Creek, I Could Go On and On, and now has switched over in an incredible career of directing. And she just finished doing Dropping the Soap, which is a short form series starring Jane Lynch, which actually Jane Lynch just won an Emmy for. And she just finished a Hallmark movie called Love on the Menu. I'm super excited. Please welcome Ellie Kanner. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you, me too. You guys don't know this, but Ellie and I met a gazillion years ago at the very first comedy convention ever. And I was sort of like a you know, young, needy actress, and she was this cool, hip casting director. <laughs> and now everything just comes together, and now we see each other, and you're here as my guest, and I'm really appreciative. Crazy. Thank yes. you. Thank so you. tell us, people yes. listening, so you were a casting director, were you an actress? Tell me the, like, the sort of the path that happened for you that led you to this and then led you to directing. Okay, so I uh, always wanted to get into show business since I was 10, mm. just loved movies and TV. And, um, and I did a little bit of acting in college, mm -hmm. and then I moved out uh, with a girlfriend from college, and, you know, with the intent of maybe acting, but mm -hmm. we didn't really know. Mm -hmm. And then we got here and knew nobody and knew mm -hmm. nothing, <laughs> and we were like, what do we do? And someone mentioned Samuel French, who I thought was a person. <laughs> Which is a bookstore on, <laughs> on Sunset Boulevard. It's a bookstore, <laughs> and I went in there, and I started opening the books, and I got um, something that called the Industry Reference Guidebook. Oh. And I opened it up, and the first thing listed was agents. Mm. And I was like, oh, what's that? <laughs> and so I started calling, like, maybe I need to do that. Oh, that's and that's how I started as an agent. Oh, really? For Irvin Arthur Associates. We represented Ellen DeGeneres and a bunch of comedians. Well, you just walked in the office and said, I want to be an agent? I said, or? I wanted to answer your phones. Like, whatever, oh. whatever you want. I, I need to learn. And they were like, great, come on down. And I was there for about a year and a half and then promoted to being an agent, um, and I ran the theatrical department, which was just me. Oh my god! <laughs> and um, trying to get these comedians, you know, acting jobs. And then while I was there, I got a lot of calls from people wanting me to cast things, like on oh. the side. It was oh. just kind of odd. And I thought, oh, that's kind of fun. And so I thought, well, I don't, I'm not really a great salesperson. I just didn't want to be a salesperson. Mm. I wanted more. Mm. So. I thought, okay, I'll try this casting thing. Mm. So um, I ended up being an assistant again and went and worked for a casting company. Worked where, my way where did up. you start? Champion Basker Casting. Oh, my goodness. Pamela and Fern. Yes. Yes, I learned a lot. Yes. And from there, I got a job at Warner Brothers to be an assistant. Mm. So I was um, Irene Mariano's assistant. Yes. And we were doing um, the last season of Dallas and <laughs> Sisters and Homefront. Crazy. So it was very, very busy. We're not old. No, yeah. we're not old. We're not. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're not that old. Um, and it was great. It was a great learning experience. And the other people in the casting offices, it was just like um, like high school. Like I really, in found, a good way. You found <laughs> not call. in a bad way. No, right. But you found like this was, this was right for you. I loved it. Yeah. I lo but my favorite parts of it were yeah. always 
auditioning the actors, working mm. with the actors, you know, in a pre-read, helping them for a callback. Which I want to talk to you about because okay. actors, there's, they just get so nervous when they come in and there's like this disconnect, yeah. pleasing and not really being them true, their true selves. So talk okay, to well, us. Well, here's the thing. So, so while I was in that process... And um, actually, during um, the casting of the pilot of Friends, I came up with the idea to write a book. I co-wrote it um, with another uh, friend, another casting director, Paul Benz, um, about auditioning for mm. actors. I just wanted actors to have information that I didn't think they were getting. Well, what is that book? Well, it's well, there were two books. I mean, okay. it's a long time ago. I know, but, but one still, was, what if it's out there still? One was called Next, An Actor's Guide to Auditioning. Okay, that is so weird that you said that because I tell every actor to leave. They should have a T-shirt that says Next after they leave the room. That That's funny? crazy. <laughs> That's okay, funny. continue. I'm making it about so that, myself, but go ahead. <laughs> I like how you did that. I like it. And then the other book, and then anyway, anyways, later I co-wrote another book called How Not to Audition. But the point was that you know, there were actors that would come in to audition and they just, they, they felt like, um, almost like they didn't deserve to be there, mm. which is so wrong because mm. what I think a lot of actors tend to forget, and this goes for m most people in the industry or any mm. industry when they go in for an interview, mm -hmm. what you forget is the fact that the person on the other side of the desk wants you to be great. They want you to get the job. If you're great, then they look great. Right. Like it's all, everyone's got the same goal. Right. So, so when you go in there, you know, you're bringing yourself whatever that might be, whatever version of you, mm -hmm. you know, that is closest to the character that you're trying to play mm -hmm. or that you are playing. And it's going to be different every time. And, but you have to know that, 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 that we have the same goal yeah. and that we want you to get the job. Now, do you know when, when actors would walk in the room, do you know right away? No, if you don't. No, because sometimes people start out a little nervous or a little rocky or a little unsure, and then all of a sudden they start saying the lines, and you're like, ah, oh, they drop in. And I think now I believe them because mm. that's my whole like. If I believe what you're doing and what you're saying, um, and I believe that you believe, okay. Now you still might not get the part because you might not be right, mm -hmm. but you've certainly sold me mm. on you. Yeah, you know, but you have to. And and how do you feel when doing? actors um, get nervous and mess up and ask to start again? You're cool with that? Here's the thing. So I've had actors in a you know six page scene on the bottom of the fifth page <laughs> say, "I'm sorry, can I start again?" And when everything was fine, except they bumbled a word, and right. you're like, "Well, you know, we got a lot of people. It's hard." Yeah. But even saying that, like, of course, do it again. Right. Of course, if you can actually do take it again, a better. Breath, and really stop yourself, get focused, take a breath, and jump back in and do it better. Yeah. Right. But if you're like, if you stumble off to a bad start, oh my gosh, there's, I don't know, it's, it's almost like, you know, it's, and I'm going to use a bad metaphor, but like in tennis, mm -hmm. right? When you, when you throw up the ball, and if you hit that ball knowing that it was a bad toss, mm -hmm. and people all the time, and they, and they hit it anyway, and it's like, why? Give mm -hmm. yourself a chance to let the ball bounce and take a breath mm -hmm. and be like, oh, okay. I like and that. Now, let the ball I mean? bounce. Yeah. Take a breath. Right? I love that. Okay. There yeah. you go. Okay, am I done? No. <laughs> <laughs> She's running out of here already. No, I'm kidding. Okay. Okay. So, okay, let's talk about okay. casting the, the pilot of Friends. Okay. Okay. So you found these people. Well, Basically. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't believe anyone 
I mean, some people probably find people. These people were all working actors. Mm-hmm. Um, did I suggest them? Yes. Were they on my list? Yes. Um, you know, and what does that mean, sidetracking? What does it mean to have a list for those people who don't know? Okay, Just so explain. when, sure, when I get hired, at, when I was casting, when I got hired, I would start with a meeting with the producers and I'd have a list of actors and actresses that I thought would be best for the part. And then you go through that list Mm -hmm. and talk to the producers and find out who their prototype is. Mm -hmm. So you go through and a lot of people are available, unavailable, not interested in TV, whatever list that Mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. But at least you get a sense of what the type of character they're looking for. Mm -hmm. Now on Friends, like for instance, David Schwimmer was someone that the um, producers knew very well because they had hired him, but he wasn't available because he wasn't actually interested in doing another series. He had a bad experience, so he was not interested, and he was in Chicago um, doing a play. So he was definitely not interested. But they said they wrote it for him, and I said, well, look, let me try and get the script to the agent. You know, you never know. Let's just try. And they were like, of course, yes. I mean, they wanted him. And so the agent, you know, was great and read the script and was like, I'll send it to him, but he's really not interested in all that. And anyway, obviously, you know what happened. Right, obviously. <laughs> um, he's so great. Yeah. And then, wonderful. like, Lisa Kudrow, I knew from Groundlings days. Oh, you did. I always loved her. But she was also on Mad About You. So, you right. know, these were working actors, but I felt like they were right for the parts, and I suggested them, and that's my job. Right. And, like, Matt LeBlanc hadn't done that much, and I brought him in for a pre-read, and he did great, and so I brought him back. And So he was a know. random choice, so you yeah. didn't really know him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I didn't. And then and Jennifer, um, was she working Jennifer was actually not available. She was on my list as not available because she was doing a CBS pilot called Muddling Through. Oh, I don't know that pilot. Yeah, but NBC had a um, backdoor deal with her. Uh-huh. Um, so if muddling through didn't happen, they would come in and have a deal with her. But muddling through was eventually picked up, even though we cast her. Yeah, for the first six episodes, oh. I think the first three to six episodes that she shot Friends, she was also um, working on muddling through. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I don't even know yeah. what that show was. Yeah, it was just a show on CBS. And I think... and what was she doing? Why was she had such um, attention? What was she on prior to that? She, not uh, she had done a couple of show she shows. She got I chosen. Think, Ferris Bueller, mm. the TV show, mm-hmm. and a couple of things. She was just good. And yeah. when she came in and read for you know for Rachel, she it was just like there's no one better. She's there's just no one better. best for the part. Yeah, you know, amazing. Yeah. And Courtney had done some movies, and Courtney actually we wanted for Rachel. Oh, I yeah. love this little bit of gossip, yeah. you guys listening yeah. out there. I love <laughs> this right now, really. So we asked her to come in yeah. for Rachel, uh-huh. and she read, and she was good. And then she asked to come in and read for Monica, and we let her, and she was okay. But we oh. said, you know, we still want her to read for Rachel. So we wanted her to go to the network. We wanted mm. to test her as Rachel. And so she said, look, let me test for Monica because I, I really, you know, don't she think I'm right for, she yeah. had a connection. Yeah. And so we all internally thought, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to let her test for Monica, but then we're going to give her the part of Rachel. That was oh. our plan. But then she came in and we were like, oh man, <laughs> she's, so good. she's great. <laughs> what were we thinking? But also, yeah. I mean, when do actors ever t- ask you what they should test for? Actors, no, don't do that. 
No, but no, she no. Had a, but a this, connected relationship. She, she, she did. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she was, and she had done a lot. Yes. And she was very experienced. And yes. she just knew. Right. And ultimately, you know, it, what I say she is knew. like. She's perfect. Yeah. That part was, is yeah. her. Yeah. But, you know, I, I tell actors also to like, if, if you are going to go in and do a bad audition mm-hmm. for a part, don't come in. I agree. If you feel like you're really wrong for it or you just don't, you can't connect, what's the point? You're going to do badly yes. and then they're going to think that you're just not good. Right. And that's not fair to and yourself. And your body as body tells you if it's, if it's feeling tight yeah. and you're just not getting underneath it and you can't see the story, yeah. it's actually telling you not to go in. Yeah. I tell that to everybody yeah. all the time. Good. I that's... also tell them when you're sick, do not go in. Yeah. Nobody wants you to be sick around no, them. No. There's other times. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's other things. Yeah. So yeah. I love talking about all these shows that you cast. Uh, Drew Carey, I mean, that was such an amazing show. That was fun. Oh, that was my really goodness. Fun. Really so fun. What, what was it for you, though? So now you're directing. So, so I would sit in these casting auditions yes. and watch these amazing directors give direction, like say one word and all of a sudden have a different performance. And I was kind of um, just amazed by that and like, wow, that's something that I would love to be able to do. Mm. And so I started studying directing. Oh. And then at some point I was casting and just, I wanted to really focus on directing. I wanted to learn about it. I directed some mm. plays. Mm. And then um, I just went out and shot a movie that someone someone asked me if if I wanted to um, direct it, I could you know I'd have to cast it. I was like, oh, oh okay, <laughs> sure, I'll do that. And I did, and I had the best time. Oh, and so wait, I thought, so wait, did you did you follow directors? Did I observed. Yes, did you, I how did you do, yes. Tell us, tell for, us. Years, for years, uh, anything that I cast. I would have an agreement that I would be able to follow the director. Oh, I didn't know that. Any show. I even okay. I flew up to Vancouver to follow directors after I cast movies. And so anything. you would sit for the 14, 15 hours all day. Oh, yeah. Oh, let me tell you something. When you observe, you can't just show up for one hour right. and leave. That's no, you not show observing. up at the call time. You, you show up as a director would show up. You show yeah. up before the call time. Yeah. You show up and you stay the whole time. And then when the director leaves, you leave. Like, you don't... You know, and that was fascinating do- for you. You oh. loved it. Well, I—that's the other thing. So my favorite parts of casting were working with actors mm-hmm. and being on set. Like oh. whenever I went down to visit set, yeah. I didn't want to go back. Right. So I knew I needed to be on set. Right. I just loved. I loved watching what everyone did. I loved the collaboration. Like that got me so excited, and I so knew, you knew that. That's yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. so tell us about the job that you just did with Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch, well, first of all, I have to say, it was created by um, these wonderful actors, Paul Witten, mm. um, Mandy Fabian, um, and uh, Kate Mines. Great, great, great actors. Um, so, but it was Paul's baby. Paul, Paul um, really came up with the idea, mm. Paul Witten, and he stars in it. And then he had a relationship with Jane Lynch, brought mm. her in, mm. and they came to me, and it was the most fun we had. We did. But what was it? So you said it's short form. Short form what? series. So it's, um, first of all, it's Dropping the Soap. It's not a prison drama. It's a comedy, <laughs> of, course. of course. And it's, um, it's about behind the scenes of a soap opera. Oh. And so we, but we shot it as an indie movie. So we shot it in mm. Atwater Village mm. and we did all 10 episodes mm. and we shot it in, I don't know, 15 days, something oh, like that. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So go, then, where is it? 
It's on Amazon Prime. Oh. It's on um, iTunes. It's on Google Play. It's all over. Oh, so yeah, incredible. yeah. So okay. and then Jane won an Emmy, which was amazing. And, incredible. Yeah, but she's yeah, and everyone. We had great guest stars. We had Missy Pyle and Tom Verica and. Um, just amazing people, Mimi Rogers. And so are you looking to get more into sitcom, or you just want to do the whole thing? Well, it wasn't like... sitcom, though. Oh, it wasn't it was a more, sitcom. It was, it was single camera, yeah, yeah. which I love. So I love single camera. I, I'm not really that interested in multi-camera. I, yeah. I think it's fun. I observed it. Right. Um, but I think my heart lies in single camera comedy yeah. or drama, right. which I've done a lot of um, you know, movies, um, everything from an action, Israeli action drama to comedies like a mockumentary style so and so you just did a hallmark movie how was I that i did it was a great experience yeah. i loved it yeah. i really loved it what's the time it? frame for those movies cuz they Fast. just really oh yeah. yeah i was hired in november and it's airing in 2 weeks what? february 23rd yeah <laughs> so you were hired in november how long did you have to prep before you got to set basically 15 days to prep 15 days to shoot um Four days to edit. Oh my god! Four days to edit. That is not a long time. No. (laughs) And then we. I just got back from the mix, so we had four days to mix it, and um, it's done. And I worked with a great producer, Joey Plager. It was a great experience. And Autumn Reeser and Kevin Smith and Barbara Niven. They were just lovely. Yeah, it was really fun. Incredible. So your path went from agent to casting director to director. Yes. So this is it for you. Oh now. yeah, this I'm is done. this is your path. This is yeah. your path. You're going to direct. It. And so let me ask you, what would you say to young directors listening? What what would be their path? How could you help them? Give well, them some advice, okay. and then we'll talk about advice for actors as well. Okay, I, I mean everyone has their own path, right? So it depends what where their passion lies. What you know where they came from. Mm-hmm. Some come from casting. Some come from production. Um, so I encourage them to figure out what what their skills are right now, mm-hmm. what they want to learn. Being a PA on a set is the best experience. Oh, it is the best. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. Oh, yeah, because you can watch and see all the different jobs and then figure out, okay, what do I want to, mm-hmm. you know, how do I want to get into it? Do I want to... But if they wanted to be a director, what would you suggest? Um, they can um, observe directors. They can go out and direct. I mean, you have a phone. Yes, you have, go out You can and get a script or, or have a friend who writes a script or write something yourself and, and go for the weekend and direct. Like, that's yeah. the beauty of it. You mm-hmm. can do it now. You couldn't do it when I was starting. You couldn't. You couldn't. And now you can do anything you want to you do. You really can. And just have a voice. Like, find your voice. Mm-hmm. What do you want to say? Yeah. What are your experiences that you want to share? Mm-hmm. You know, figure that out and then just go do it. And then, but to get further along and to have opportunity to maybe do PA work, to maybe get in there so you can follow, ask a director follow to follow. Follow directors for sure. And and work at, you know, work at different companies that have productions where mm-hmm. you can, you know, be the director's assistant if mm-hmm. you want. You know, you can just give your, find yourself opportunities. But um, go find them. So how do they find them? Just be... Be aggressive. I, I say be courteously network. aggressive. That's my yeah. whole motto. Yeah, you Just don't do want to be a pain it, in the butt, but right. you know, you have to be smart about it. It's a business. Mm-hmm. Like the creative stuff is the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. The rest of the time where yeah. it's a business. Yeah. And you have to do that. You have to network. You have to ask people questions. Yeah. Like, what are you working on? Or, you know, people that a friend of I have a friend of a friend who's doing a show. Mm-hmm. Don't be like, oh well, I don't want to bother them. You know what? Bother them. Bother them. The worst they can say is no. Exactly. And you can do it in a nice way. You don't have to be and then once you, and then if you have that opportunity, you show up and you stay you and prepared. you don't complain, right? You don't talk right. when you're not supposed to. You don't give your opinion unless you're asked. You know, you have to really 
Use your common sense. It's like anything. It's like with actors when they come into an audition, like I always said, and I always say, be prepared, you know, be present. Yeah. You know, be um, present. Yeah. But I always tell actors, now we'll go on to the actors, about telling mm -hmm. the story. Yeah. And yes, you have to use your own personality, of course, at the yeah. end of the day it is you. Yeah. But you have to understand the story at hand and the relationships. Yeah, and read the script. Like, don't, I know there's sometimes, oh, it's a lot of material. It's, do you want to do your heaven. best work? Yes. Then, then have all the information. Yes. Like, how can you go into a room and not have all the information? Um, I would always tell actors also to go out and watch one episode of every show that's on the air. So, so I tell people that? now 15 minutes because there's yeah. so many. Okay, so great. So 15 so minutes. Many. But get a sense of the characters. Get Correct. a sense. Because what if a director says to you, well, you know, kind of like Game of Thrones. You know, yeah. it's that kind of feeling. Or, yeah. or is it, you know... Uh, whatever, Smell, Barry, a word, or, yeah, yeah, whatever. But know the shows because right. this is your business. Mm -hmm. You need to be prepared. You want to be able to say, "Oh my God, I love that show!" And did you see last night's episode or whatever it might be? But know what they're talking about. And also, by watching it, you get a sense of how you fit in. For sure. And the pacing. Right. Yeah, the pacing. The yes. Rhythm, which and is the direction and, yeah. and and what's expected of you mm -hmm. when you come in. You know, is it multicam or is it a single camera? That's do a you big find, deal. Do you find that it's it's changed a little bit, though? I coach a lot of people on multicam and single cam, yeah. but it feels like when you go into the audition, they do want it to be a little bit more, but once you get on set, it seems a little bit less. It I seems it, like it's changing. I think it depends on the show. Yeah. It depends on the director. It depends on the style of the show, mm -hmm. really. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say absolutely, but I'd say be prepared yeah. to do both for right. sure. Right. Know how to, you know, know how to bring it up and know how to... Bring it down, like you. That's your job. That's it that's is your job. <laughs> that's your bot. That's but, your um, material. Like, well, you have to know yourself inside and out for sure, one thousand percent. So, yeah. what's some advice you would give to actors getting started? Don't beating yourself up. Don't beat yourself up when you, you know, if you had a bad audition. Have you ever had an actor like call you to apologize or write you a letter? Yes. Yes. Okay. And here's the thing. Listen, it's, when people yes. were inappropriate, where there had been some people. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Um, Which would mean, you know, touching the cast, oh, you know. I had someone, um, like, literally put his hands oh, on my neck. That's special. I had a woman straddle me no. to try and kiss me during the What? <laughs> Swear to God. Oh, my God. <laughs> These are all in the book that I wrote, too. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, great stories. And, you know, and, and sometimes people think, like, oh, I want to be remembered. You don't yeah. want to be remembered like that. No. You really don't. You no, don't. No, but what's etiquette? Cast room etiquette. Your chair Listen, is like yes. your six squares around the, you. The casting director or whoever is reading with you is not the actor working with you. Correct. You have to remember that. Right. They are there to feed you lines, to hopefully give you a little bit of something mm -hmm. to work off of, mm -hmm. but they are not responsible for being in the scene with you. That's right. your job. Right. You have to create that on your own. Right. So you can't bring them into it because it's not 99.9% .9 it's not going to work. Did you hear from that woman who straddled you? I'm fascinated by this this whole visual. <laughs> um, no, 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 I didn't hear from her. Um, but the guy I did hear from, and he apologized, and the agent apologized, and Which it's is like fine, right? It's fine. It's just you know you just have to learn, and yes. sometimes that's how you learn. But but you don't have to learn those lessons. Like right. you can know not to do certain things. Common sense, right? Common sense. But at the same time, don't let that take away all your power. Because right. when you're in the room. That's your time. That's your moment. 
to do your best work. Mm -hmm. And that's your moment to have an opportunity mm -hmm. to act. Mm -hmm. Like, enjoy it yeah. however you can. I agree 1,000%. Just storyteller, tell that story. Yep. So what, what would you tell them? What would you tell them? Training, give me three training things. Training for sure. I mean, get as much training. Have, have guidance. Have someone you can work with mm -hmm. on those auditions. That's really important. I think sometimes people get so far deep in their head and they have one idea and then they change it and you know you need support mm -hmm. for sure you also need to be prepared like i said mm -hmm. you need to make choices the last thing i want to see is someone walking in and reading and i see like you know them them actually reading or oh. just or just verbatim just saying the lines that means nothing to right, me right. i want to believe you right. and for me to believe you you need to believe yourself so you need and there's to got to be inflection because when you're when you're pushing a story, there's highs and lows of that story. Always, when you're talking, look look around, look around when you go sit at a cafe at a coffee yeah. shop. Look at how people are communicating. Put your headphones in so you don't hear anything, mm -hmm. and just watch them, mm -hmm. and you can see the inflection. Yes, like it's real. Right, you need to be real. Right. So first part of it would be be present, yeah. which relaxation, meditation, yeah. yoga, whatever exercise it takes for you to, to get, get there. present. Yeah. But some people think that's enough, and it's not. No. It's, it's part of it. Right. It's a big part of it, but it's not enough. Right. No, you need so, to do the work. You need to be prepared. Mm -hmm. You need to, you know, come in with confidence. And also, like, when you're done, you're done. Like, let it go. Don't yeah. beat yourself up. I knew an actor once who was great, Larry Poindexter. I'll never forget this. Oh! <laughs> After okay, let me he, just tell you. I bump into Larry wherever I go. You do? My husband and I have a running joke about it. Oh my God! We no, wherever no, we go, we you see Larry Poindexter. Larry's gonna hear this this okay. podcast. Okay. So what Larry always okay. did, I assume he still does, is yeah. right after the audition, he walks out the door and he rips up his sides and oh. he throws them in the garbage, and that's his way of letting go. Yeah, that's right. And great. like if it happens, and a couple of times I'd be like, Larry, Larry, where'd you go? Come back! <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, I ripped up my sides. <laughs> but that's fine. But yeah, but that's his, a human. Yeah, that's a quirky, fun thing to have done. It was really his great. process of yeah. letting it go and yeah. moving on to the next thing. And I thought that was so Okay, brilliant. so let's close on that. So you say, prepare, um, do your best job, have the most confidence, don't apologize. I'm giving you, I'm, you're going to yeah. repeat it for me. Yeah. And then let it go. Let it go. Yeah. yeah. Let it go. Yeah. And you have a motto in your book that says next. Yeah. And so do I. I think all actors should have a shirt that says next. That's it. That should, because the, because what's, you know, you're moving on to the next moment, whatever that might be. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much you're for coming. Welcome. You're so incredible. And if you guys, we want to help educate you so you can make a lot of mistakes and have a good time doing it along the way. And do your best and enjoy it. That's the most important. I'm excited for your next film. Do you Thank know what it you. is? Yeah. I'm not sure. I have a few. I have a few. Okay. But, but they can watch the Hallmark movie. That would yes. be great. Okay. When is it? When February it? 23rd, Hallmark Channel, Love on the Menu. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. So great to have you. Good to see you. Okay, guys. Stay courteously aggressive. See you soon. Hey.